What's up, guys, and welcome to episode 63 of the Poke Tower Podcast. I'm No Gimmicks, and I'll be solo hosting this episode. Thank you guys for all your continued listening and support. It's really appreciated. If you guys are just now tuning in, please join the uh, Discord as well, the Poke Tower, the Pokey Tower Discord. Um, the link will be in the description below. Uh, we have a really good community there, a bunch of people just wanting to help other collectors just get ahead, get what they want. Uh, it's a really good community. We've talked about it a lot, but if you're just now tuning in, make sure you go and join. Um, you're not going to miss out. You're not going to want to miss out on the Discord. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, episode 63, guys. Uh, what do we got today? It's going to be a quick episode. I'm pretty tired. Um, let's see. Let's get into our slide main here. There we go. Slide main. Uh, let me make sure I'm not missing anything. Introductions, introductions, introductions. Um... Mm-hmm. What am I forgetting here? Oh, happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. I hope you guys are having uh, some good shopping. I know it's kind of bleak out there. Um, I know when I went shopping for my kids, some of the stores were like low on toys, low on stuff. Luckily, they had the stuff that I wanted to get for my kids. Um, so I was happy about that. So I hope you guys didn't run into, into too many problems uh, for family members or your guys' kids or significant others. Um, you guys are able to get stuff that you wanted. And I hope that uh, monetizing some of your hobby, if needed, uh, allowed you to put up a little bit more money or actually, you know, maybe even afford some gifts if you weren't able to afford them last year. So here we go, guys. Let's get into the Poke Tower podcast. Let's see what we got. Boom. Poke Tower news. All right. So Poke Tower news for today. Let's see. Special one. I'm oh, sorry. Not one. Point five set. Let's see what this is. We got a Blazekin VMAX on the front. What's going on here? What's going on here? That's not what I want. That is not what I want. I would like it to pop up on the... <sighs> Why is this happening? Hold on. I would like it to pop up on here. How do I get it to pop up there? What's going on? Why won't it go on to here? Why don't we just do it like this? Can we do it like that? Where we, where we put it there? Are we, are we, can we add it in there? Oh, wait, wait, wait. We just got to grab it. Uh, uh. There we go. Okay. I think now we're good. Hold on. There it is. All right. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Let me get the presenter mode back up. I'm sorry. I don't know why it didn't automatically pop up in the window capture, but let's go after, Let's go over this. So we have Sword and Shield uh, 10.5 set will release in English on June 17th, 2022. So, yes, there is... Um, a little bit of time on these, but let's see what this entitles here. It looks like, uh, as usual, the set will release uh, with Elite Trainer Box, Mini Tens, V Collection Box, Premium Collection Box, uh, Super Premium Collection. All right. Uh, the set will also see the release of a new type of product called Team Up Collections. And this may be the name for one of the af one of the aforementioned collections. I don't know. I can't. I can't really see what that says. Uh, no other information is currently known. This is speculation, but the name may imply these boxes will feature character rares. Since their artworks show Pokemon te uh, teaming up with their trainers. Again, guys, I'm reading off of OBS, so it's really hard. It's, it's tiny, and it's really hard for me to read off a of backlight anyways. So here we go. It looks like we got a Kingdra um, with Claire. We got a Blaziken VMAX with May. That's the one we just saw. And then the Crobat V with uh, Silver. I don't know who Silver is. All right, that's kind of cool. Crobat's kind of cool. Um, 
Things are kind of cool. Oh, all right. We, I think some people in the Discord were talking about these. It's the Glarian Birds and, uh, and Gold Cards. That's pretty sick. Um, it looks like they're talking about... We, we also will need a way to release the unique cards and secret rares from the starter deck 100. As that's where these uh, gold Glarian uh, birds come from. So Glarian, Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos. Um, they come from that starter deck 100, I believe. Um, as well as the Coral Coral Pikachu VMAX promo. Okay. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm with Denny on this. I'm so tired of, of Pikachu VMAX, man. Like... Chonky Chew, all that stuff. I'm so tired of it. Um, it's cool. But they're really milking it like they do Charizard. Uh, look, we got Marnie's Pride. Uh, I'm not into it. What else do we got? It says, this will be the first special set releasing in the summer. And in the past, they're usually released in the fall. Uh, the, main exception, the main exceptions were Generations, which released in February. And uh, Shining Fates, which released in February um, to allow for celebrations in the fall. Okay. All right, cool. So it looks like, wait, what does it say? It says something about, it could have something to do with Pokemon's future releases or could be an attempt to mitigate supply chain issues like last year within the usual set schedule, when the usual set schedule was altered because of COVID. Okay, so it looks like maybe maybe Pokemon's trying to, uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know what Pokemon's doing, to be honest. Let's see what people are saying here. A summer holiday set. Count me in. That dude's stoked. Um, let's see. This guy responded. He said, kill me. I'm fudging tired of a million secret rares. Very nice. Guy said fudging. Just to let you know. Absolutely agreed. Uh, the folk making this game care about shoving special artwork down our throats. Okay, so it looks like people are getting tired of all this special artwork, these character rares and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I think they're cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, I think they're cool. Um, May with Blazekin, that's cool. Uh, the Kingdra one's all right. I think just because it's in Japanese and has the silver borders, that's kind of what makes it look cool. Um, I don't know. I think they're cool. We're going to have to see them in English, and we're going to have to see like what the pool rates are. Obviously, to like, get cards like these in modern sets from Pokemon nowadays is actually pretty hard. you got to pull through quite a bit of Pokemon product, and everyone knows that Pokemon product right now is, is being scalped. And when Pokemon keeps doing this really cool stuff like this, it just keeps bringing uh, more and more people into the industry or, the, you know, the marketplace that have money, buy up all the product, and then they sell it at, you know, an outrageous price. Or, you know, you have dist uh, distributors doing the same thing, marking up prices, whatever it is. Um, Pokemon product is just more expensive than it normally is if you can't get it retail. Um, and at that point, I don't think that these cards here are that, like, you, sh you shouldn't prioritize them that much, you know? Like, I would just buy them raw rather than trying to, like, pull them out of the set. But again, if you can find Pokemon products for retail, that's always the best way to go. All right, guys, that's enough of the Pokemon news. Let's get into uh, highest sell of the week. Oh, wait, no, what, what? What happened? Oh, here we go. All right, boom. Pokemon highest sell of the week. There it is. Uh, get the presenter mode back up. All right, Pokemon Highest Sell of the Week is a first edition Shadowless Factory Sealed Booster Box. Only two packs. Wait, two packs base heavy for 22000 Holy cow. That seems like a lot. That's like 11000 each pack. That's crazy. 
Hmm. I don't know. I've never. I'm sorry, guys. I'm probably the worst. I'm. I'm the worst at this. Um. In terms of like this shadowless old Pokemon stuff, base set Pokemon stuff, just because I've never felt I've had the means to to buy any of this kind of stuff. So I've never even looked that way. Um. XY was a good. I know everyone's gonna hate this, but XY Evolutions was like a good bit of like nostalgia for me so i like that um i love having these base set cards in my uh collection but i don't know eleven thousand for base set shadowless base set heavy pack i don't know if that's good or not um maybe maybe some other people who who know some more in the discord you guys can discuss if you guys would do this i definitely would not i wouldn't pay twenty two thousand dollars for two shadowless base set heavy packs like what happens what happens if there's a you don't even you don't even know the condition of the cards inside of the pack because you don't know how the packs are stored. And then on top of that, like they could be all like bent up, damaged. Um, and then on top of that, you don't even know like what hollows in there. You know, so I don't know if that's great. I wouldn't do it. I think uh, I think it's it's worth a good debate inside the Discord. So if you guys want to talk about that, I think it's a good talking point. Uh, let's see what we got up next. Oh, newest segment added in in the last couple episodes. We got the Elite Four. Here we go. All right, guys, the Elite Four, here we go. The Elite Four is uh, the segment where we talk. It's the segment that replaced the Poketire Top 5. So if you guys haven't um, been tuning in to the Poketire Podcast, and you guys are just now tuning in, the Poketire Top 5 used to be uh, Gengar Greasy and myself, um, our top five Pokemon products or cards that we were looking at. And then eventually Gengar Greasy took it over, and then the Poketower, the Poketower Discord started to develop, and we started to evolve and then like start to adopt new tcgs so here in the elite four we're going to talk strictly um high class pokemon product that you don't hear a lot of people talking about and also on the same time products that i think are going to stand the test of time and then i'll give reasons on them so here we go heart gold soul silver um unleashed booster box we're looking at 5500 to 6000 so yes this is this is out of reach for most right for most, fifty five hundred to six thousand dollars for a booster box is is pretty rough. Um, but to me, I feel like Heart Gold, Heart Gold and Soul Silver is an extremely, extremely, extremely um, undervalued set. Not undervalued, but maybe just there's not enough recognition for this set. And um, I feel like being someone who has a sealed booster box of this stuff, um, you're going to be really holding on to some serious. Uh, some serious uh, sealed product. I don't know. I don't want to say like, I don't want to say some serious like money because that's not the reason why we get this stuff. We get this stuff because it's cool because like I would get this booster box honestly because like if I, if this booster box ended up going down to $3,000, hey, there is the, uh, the, the legend dogs in there. So you have the, the Suicune, the Suicune and Raikou with like the water art, legend artwork. Um, you have a bunch of prime cards in there. And then on top of that, you have all the hollows in the set too, which are dope because they're the older cards. So for me, I think it's definitely worth it. Um, I think heart gold and soul silver is super slept on. Um, one thing I did notice when I was on eBay going through the prices and looking at, uh, different booster boxes, the base set heart gold, heart gold, soul silver. This is where I saw the disconnect. I was like, Hey, this is, this is maybe where you get your leg in here. Um, but there's also some, some contradicting examples here and we'll talk about them but heart gold soul silver heart gold soul silver base set i was selling i was seeing the booster box sealed for like twelve thousand dollars which is just 
crazy, right? Um, Twelve thousand dollars for this heart gold soul silver uh, base set, and that's because we have the uh, the legend cards of of Lugia and Ho Oh in there, which are obviously um, favorites. And then it is the first set, but this here unleashed is the next set in the uh, in the series of heart gold soul silver. And it drops down to fifty five hundred to six to six thousand. So, if you could find these people with best offer, which most of them do have best offer on, get in there real low, um, get your foot in the door. If this is something you're is- interested in, if you have a sealed collection, if you're looking to up your your ante a little bit, this is something that I think holds its value and stands the test of time. Um, obviously, it's ba- the base set. Heart Gold Soul Silver is doing well. I don't see why this Unleashed doesn't do uh, well either. So, that's enough of that. Let's get on to the next one. All right, XY Roaring Skies ETBs. Um, last week we talked about Primal Clash, which was the Primal Groudon and Primal, Primal Kyogre. Excuse me. Let me get a sip here. But now I want to talk about my favorite uh, legendary from that era, which was, sorry, smack the mic. Uh, my favorite legendary from that era, which was Rayquaza, and which is a lot of people's favorite. And XY, XY Roaring Skies. It's one of those sets that I feel you see a lot of the cards in there. Um, the Rayquaza cards go for good money. And then at the same time, Rayquaza is a fan favorite. The box artwork does it, does it says it all of it right there. Like, look at it. Mega Rayquaza on the front. It's green. I, I'm a fan of, of like this like green, olive drab looking color. Um, but 1000 to 1500 a lot of people are asking OBO, like, get your foot in the door for one. 800 bucks, 900 bucks. Um, and be well under this price. So that way you're not, if you, if you immediately have to sell it because you're like, ah, oh, man, I didn't, I didn't foresee this, uh, this bill coming up in the new year or whatever. Cause say you go and buy it tomorrow. Well, if you're well under the price of, of a thousand because you offered eight, seven fifty, then maybe you can list it for a 12 or you can list it for 13. If you are like, really, oh man, I made a oops. That's what I'm saying that these products hold their value and there's, and there's different price points that you can get in at. And these are products that you just can't go and buy. And these aren't products that people are talking about. And these aren't products that, that you're seeing a lot of. Because when you go on eBay, you don't see very many listings. But you see listings of some people that are just willing to get rid of it for $1,000 OBO or someone that has 1500 OBO. You know, someone's, someone's going to give there. And then that's where you get your foot in the door to get yourself something like this Elite Trainer Box, um, Roaring Skies. Roaring Skies. We got, it says it's Mega Rayquaza. Rayquaza's fan favorite. The set's dope. Um, and... Honestly, I'm a, I'm a sealed ETB kind of guy. I think ETBs are super dope. And this is one of those um, ETBs that was earlier on when they first started making them. So I think, uh, I think, what did we talk about? It was Plasma Storm. Plasma Storm? Plasma Storm? Plasma Storm. Plasma Storm ETB, I think, was in the first Elite Four, um, which is the very first uh, Elite Trainer Box. Yeah, Plasma Storm ETB was the very first one. And then uh, after that, they started doing ETBs. So... After black and white is XY, so Wrong Skies was pretty early on in the XY um, era. So I think it's a good pick. I honestly think it stands the test of time. Like I said, get your foot in the door for a lot less than what you're seeing the, the price that we're talking about here. Next up is, ooh, here we go. Here's something that we do hear a lot about. Um, and when I've never looked it up because I've heard about it so much and I've seen so many outrageous prices for this EX Crystal Guardians um, just because of the Charizard that's in there and, and a few other cards that come from this uh, set. I've seen so many outrageous prices that I've just never really looked at this set or ever like looked at like sealed anything, but I was actually very surprised about the the prices that I saw. So we 
had price points at 300 to 350 pretty solid too like they weren't you weren't seeing like too many that were off like this one's like $800 and that one's like $900 they're all well within like the 300 to 350 now there isn't very many listings and uh <clears throat> i don't think this is something that you buy to rip i think it's something that you buy to keep in your collection um and maybe this is something that you grade because i don't see a lot of these packs being uh kept to be graded and i don't see a lot uh, i don't see a lot of people um keeping these packs long term with the hype of this Charizard going around and all that stuff. Cause I've just recently have, I start, have I started to see this, uh, EX crystal guardians Charizard going around. So I'm just saying before the, the hype booms and you can't find these prices of three, 300 to 350. I know the hype's already there. I get that. I'm just saying that this is a really good set, really nice set. The artwork on the packs are pretty dope. Um, and for 300 to 350, I mean, I don't think you really lose there because you can go the greater route. You can go the, hey, keep it sealed for a very long time route. You can do the whole, I just like it because the artwork on here is sick. I mean, you got the Jirachi. That's dope. The Charizard's pretty cool. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Delcaddy, but I do like, like that silvering package, diamond look on it. Um, and the Blaziken. Blaziken's dope. So, super cool. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, let's talk about the last part of the Elite Four. Here we are. Boom. Neo Shining Pokemon PSA Slabs. All right, guys. So, Neo Shining Pokemon again is is just another one of those things. Another one of those things that I always thought was just way out of range. And in terms of elite products, these Shining Pokemon cards are elite. The ones from the Neo the Neo uh, era are elite. We're talking like when, when were these from? These are like two thousand two, I think. Right, two thousand two thousand two, somewhere right around there. We have a PSA eight. Shining Tyranitar for six hundred bucks. That's to me. That's that's underpriced for six hundred bucks. We're talking a PSA eight two thousand two, and it's not like you just got these shining cards in every pack. You know what I mean? They were special hits. So for something to be kept in this this quality for six hundred bucks, I don't know. I think that's uh, to me that's a win. Like even this PSA eight Shining Mewtwo from Neo Destiny. Again, six hundred bucks or best offer. Like, why, 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 why have I not l- looked at these sooner? You know what I mean? It was just, it was just selling myself short. Not even like I didn't even look that direction, thinking like, oh man, they're way too expensive. But there is all kinds of avenues. Like, look at this PSA nine Shining Gyarados. Like, to have a PSA ten from back then, obviously that's going to go for a crazy price. But with the to, to score a PSA 10 is like was super hard back in the day with these cards, right? So the normal grade would be like, what, a PSA 9? That's what normally most people get, maybe a PSA 9 or PSA 8 from like a pack fresh, you know, Neo Destiny, Neo Revelation. So you're talking 1900 bucks or best offer. So let's let's just say you, you bought one raw. You buy one raw and then you had it expressed for, for one, what is it going, 150 right now? Or, or, yeah, 150, I think it is for express. 150 or something like that so let's just take off 150 so you can't get a slab right now for for less than 150 so now we're at 1750 bucks hit him with the obo get him down there if this card's already going for 1900 dollars with 11 watchers i don't see how how you 
how you lose on this. This is a card that you can't get that's already graded, already in a, in a, in a pristine condition. It's, it's one of the best conditions that you would have got for that time. I don't see how, how you lose um, when you get in at that rate with that mentality. Hey, I can't get a slab less than this price, so throw that into the factor. Hey, I can't get anything graded for less than this price. Whatever you got to do, get this thing for less. I think these are awesome cards. Um, I think these ones, they're already standing the test of time. I think people just are underappreciating them or they, they're undervaluing what they have. Like this PSA 8, that was almost next to best two. You know what I mean? Like PSA 8, PSA 9 was, was maybe what you were, you were going to get from a pack. Not, you might not get much better than that. Getting a 10 is like, you really got to, you really got to hope. So these aren't just the only listings on eBay. These are just some that caught my eye that I saw. Um, and obviously there's a lot of people watching. We got this Tyranitar at 11 watchers. Um, this Mewtwo didn't have, it doesn't have any watchers, but I think for 600 bucks, 600 bucks or best offer, you can't beat it. PSA, like I said, that's one of the probably one of the best conditions you would have got besides a nine and a 10 is like, you know, picking a needle from a haystack. So there it is. The elite four. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I, I, I really wish, I really wish I would have not sold myself short when I first started collecting, um, with the amount, with the amount of money that I was willing to put forth, I probably could have got something like this right here and still had a little bit more in my collection and been happy. But now I'm saying yeah, I'm still look, I'm look at this. I'm still happy with my collection, obviously, but I don't have one of these and I want one. And by the time I will be able to afford one, I don't know if there'll be these prices. You know, we're talking even even the Crystal Guardians. I would love to have one of these. Even the Roaring Skies would love to have one of those. Um, this is well out of range already for me. Uh, the Heart Gold Soul Silver Unleashed Booster Box. Um, but like Roaring Skies, that's not too far out of reach. Like I said, you get in there at a lower price. Crystal Guardians, EX Crystal Guardians, love to have these packs just because the Charizard in there is like one of the one of the most sought after Charizards, and it would just be awesome to have a pack. Like as a collector, it'd be cool to have a pack from that set. And then the shining, the shining Pokemon from from the Neo series. What? I don't think you guys lose with these cards. Just smack the mic again. Um, but check them out if you guys like them. Just pass on it. But here we go. Let's get into the Poke Tower Top Five. Five. All right, guys, it's not going to change. We already said it uh, for the holidays. Do something charitable. So here we have, toy, uh, if you're watching the video format on Spotify or YouTube, we have Toys for Tots. Um, this was G-Store, Toys for Tots. Um, she already reached her goal for this year, but whatever she makes extra will just roll into next year. Um, but do anything. Anything charitable, um, food drive, a, a, a local Toys for Tots, um, a local toy drive, whatever. Um, I've already said it before. Buy your fellow collector, you know, a pack, whatever it is. Um, go hang out with your buddy for the whole day. Do something special for somebody other than yourself. Uh, it makes people feel good during these times, and we all need it. So here we go. That's number five. Let's get into the Poke Tower number four. Here we are. So this one I'm super excited to talk to you guys about. Um, let me get down to my breakdown. There it is. Um, this one I'm super excited to show you guys. I've looked at these for a long time, and I know I've brought them up um, briefly in, like, previous podcasts like yeah i, I kind of like dabble and look at these a little bit um but here they are making their appearance in the poke Tower top five we have dragon ball sgc slabs so you can find these 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 jam like these 
these gem Dragon Ball cards for cheap. I'm talking cheap. I mean, undervalued. Um, SGC slabs are sick. They look really good with these uh, with these Dragon Ball cards. Like, look at this. Uh, if you're watching the video format, uh, this Divine Presence uh, Goku in a ten SGC ten S SGC ten. I gotta make sure I'm saying that right. SGC ten uh, Divine Presence with that those black borders and stuff. That that looks sick. And then you got the uh, Super Saiyan three Son Goku even further beyond. This is just a super rare, but it's a SGC 10, 124 or best offer. You got the Divine Presence, uh, Super Rare Goku, Super Sick Card, 169 or best offer. Um, or check this one out. Uh, you have the Opening the Gates of Hell. It's a Frieza and I believe King Cold. Um, this is a SPR in a SGC 10. Um, I believe this card is from Cross Spirits. Is that card from Cross Spirits? I think a card is from Cross Spirits. 75 bucks though. So this this SPR, which is this this second rarest rarity in that set, besides the secret rare, for 75 bucks and a 10. SGC is a good it's a good grading company. I, I like SGC. I have SGC slab right here. I think it's sick. Um and I would love to have more. And I look at these Dragon Ball all the time because I just feel like they're so undervalued and this is just only a this is just scratching the surface there's so much more listings and so many more cards and um this one right here which is the this is what i don't know much about this dragon ball so that's why i put it on its own separate side but like cards like this like look at this if you guys are watching the video format this is a uh drag uh super dragon ball heroes uh big bang mission bm4 secret sgc 10 um it's it's vegeto so Vegito is one of my favorite, and I saw this on there, and I was like, whoa, that's sick. So this is from the, the Dragon Ball Heroes um, sets, I guess. I don't know much about it, so I don't want to talk about it too much. I don't want to botch it. Um, but just look at that. Look at that card in a 10. The artwork, everything about that looks sick. Um, I don't Like I said, I don't know much about this. This could be crazy overpriced for, for whatever this set is. Um, but I think it's tight. In a 10, already graded. I mean, I'm going to look into it more. I'm going to look, in, look into these Dragon Ball heroes more. Um, but this right here, this is tight. Super sick. I think you guys, if you guys like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super, um, go get your favorite cards in SGC 10s. I mean, you can't beat it. All right, let's get into the next one. Boom. Yes. Yes. Finally. Yes. Um, making the debut. Yes. It's first appearance. The debut in the Poketower Top 5. In the Poketower podcast, basically in, in general, um, we're going to be talking about Funko Pops. Yeah, Funko Pops are are some of my favorite things. Like I have a Funko Pop right here. This is this is Itachi. Like I like I like Naruto. Um, I like Dragon Ball. I like Yu Gi Oh. Um, I have a Kingdom Hearts one. Uh, what else do I have? I don't know. I just like all kinds of Funko Pops, if as long as they're cool and they fit my own little collection. And that's what I like about Funko. It's just they're so many and there's so many different ones that you can collect and there's so many different uh like genres and different like characters that you that fit people's personalities and what they like so this is why i absolutely just love funko pops um i think one of like our resident one of our resident experts uh, in the poke tower uh too old to mod uh, one of our mods mr chase uh he is a funko pop fanatic and he knows just like about everything there is to know um so shout out to you chase you schooled me up at frankensons super dope 
But here we go. I mean, go get yourself some some signed some signed Funko Pops. Like, look at this one. We got a signed uh, Super Saiyan God Goku Funko Pop. Two hundred forty nine bucks. It's signed by the voice actor. PSA. It's already PSA authenticated. OBO. Like that is so cool to put up on your shelf as a collector. That is that is a win. Whether you can turn around and sell this thing for massive money, it doesn't matter. This is a win. This is this is something that's going to make you smile when you see it. This is something that's going to make you feel better on a bad day. Like, I don't know. What it is. I love my Funko Pops, and when I get a when I get a special one, I'm like, man, that's tight. So they've always put a smile on my face. I hope it does the same for you guys. I hope this turns you on to Funko Pops. I hope you guys are already looking at them. Um, you guys are already grabbing some of your favorites because they can get like to crazy prices. But like this one, Naruto. Super sick, signed by the voice actor. Uh, there's a pop of, well, no, it's pop 71. PSA encapsulated. Super sick, $319 or best offer. What? Here's another one. Uh, Eric Stewart, Yu-Gi-Oh! Seto Kaiba, uh, signed. This one is JSA COA Funko Pop Autograph Certified. Okay, so not PSA certified, but 124 for the voice actor of Seto Kaiba. Like, that is... If you guys watch Yu-Gi-Oh, um, like I did, that's everyone knows Seto. What? Everyone knows Kaiba. To have the voice actor sign on there for only 124 bucks, it gets it gets to be on your shelf. You can go send it to PSA, get it certified, do all that stuff. I think it's sick. It stays encapsulated in its in its uh, condition forever. It's just a piece of time that you have, um, and it's always just good memories to look back at. So. If you guys don't have Funko Pops, I recommend that you guys go and get some of your favorite ones. Um, there's tons of them out there. And if you're already collecting them, hey, which ones do you have? Show us in the Discord because I want to see them. I think they're super dope. Um, and, hey, if you're in the market that you like Funko Pops, you might as well get them signed or already authenticated with the signature. Like, why not? tight to something man that's i think it's cool i think it just adds that extra little bit of like i don't know i know a lot of people a lot of people get the same funko pop sign and they and some people get it signed in different uh uh marker and some have different sayings sayings on them or like quotes from the uh characters but none of that matters because it's not about the rarity it's not about how exclusive it is i just like the way that it looks how it feels as a collector and i think that this is something that nobody loses on because it's something that just makes you happy as a collector and if it doesn't you guys know the rule pass if you guys are like oh man i hate funko pops hey no worries because we got this for you boom yes we're talking about him again he's making the top five red eyes dark dragoon um starlight from brothers of legend um he's he's not that expensive which is good this is why he's he's making it onto the top five. Um, and also, he's Red Eyes Dark Dragoon, which is... Uh, Red Eyes is one of my favorite, and so is Dark Magician. I have the Ultra Rare. Would love to get the Starlight. Um, would also love to get the 20th Anniversary one, the Japanese, uh, with the red font. But this one right here, the English version, I gotta secure me one before he goes up in crazy price. Because I feel like he kind of has like Dark Paladin vibes. I know it's going to take him a long time to get there. Um, but he's definitely on the priority list to buy before he gets up there in price. Because I can see him going up there. I think he's only cheap because people are pulling him right now. Like Brothers of Legend is the new set out. And everyone's buying it up and trying to pull this guy. And you know everyone's undercutting each other. So once that all, all the undercutting goes away and everything stables out, I think his price doesn't stay where it's at. So, 
That's why he makes the top five. And making the number one spot, as always, not as always, but for, I think, last week? Boom. Again, the classic collection. I'm super excited for this stuff. I don't even... I like Digimon. Um, I wasn't I wasn't too big on Double Diamond, except for... Actually, I'm wrong, because I really like, I really like all the texture in Double Diamond. As far as, like, the characters in Double Diamond, like the, like the Digimon in Double Diamond, all the Mons, I wasn't a big fan. Um, but this here, I'm a big fan of, of the old Digimon artwork and this digital um, digital artwork that they have, like this one for uh, Garumon. I'm super stoked for these. I think everybody else should be. Um, it's coming out very soon. I can't remember when we covered it. I think it is January... 7th I think January 7th is when it releases um, I might be wrong but again I think it's super tight remember there is the gift boxes too that come with the the War Greymon uh, like alternate art promo which I think looks pretty sick I'm sure everybody will have it it won't be that rare but I think it's a sick card to have um, but again guys taking the number one spot for the Poke Tower is this classic collection because I think you should save your money and get yourself a few boxes because having a, having a set of all these um, they're calling them alternate arts but I just know them as like the classic like Digimon artwork. Um, that classic Digimon artwork, I think, is something that you're going to want to have. I think it's very reminiscent of like XY Evolutions. I'm not saying in terms of price point or like, you know, people scalping it. I'm just saying like it's going to give you that nostalgia. It's going to fill that little void that you, if you have, if you know, you can't afford these older Digimon cards. All right, because I know I can't. Like the ones that I want, like the ones that Denny has. <laughs> The ones that Denny has, I can't afford. So here we go. Here's the breakdown of the Poketar Top 5. Why is that so small? We have any charitable cause, uh, Dragon Ball Super, SGC Slabs, Red Eyes, Dark Dragoon, Starlight, um, Graded Slash Auto, Funko Pops, and Digimon Classic Collection. Um, that's the breakdown for the Poketar Top 5. Let's get into the Devoncore. Boom. Making the Devoncore. We have Swampert. We talked about it um, in Episode 61. After we covered the EX Emerald and Ruby. Yeah, EX Emerald and Ruby cards. I said I would do a Swampert uh, series in the uh, Devoncore segment. And I was actually pretty surprised about some of the prices on these Swampert cards. And I was actually surprised about a lot of the cards that I found. So here we go. Let's talk about them. The uh, first one we're going to talk about here, uh, Swampert EX uh, 98 out of 100 from Crystal Guardians. That one goes for about 50 to 100 raw. His PSA price... Is crazy. Um, you're gonna. F I think I saw like a PSA 10 go for like. I don't know. I'm gonna botch the price, so I'm not even gonna do it. There was one PSA 10 going for like half the price of another PSA 10. So all I'm gonna say is like, if you're interested in the Swampert, go and grab that. Um, but there's also like a bunch of other like CGCs um, that you could possibly crack, crack, regrade PSA if you are um, PSA only, like uh, Gengar Greasy and myself are. We'll, we buy CGC and, and BGS slabs, but we don't like to grade them. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, Crystal Guardians, we already talked about. Super sick set. Swamper EX, um, one of his better cards, 50 to 100 bucks. A little expensive. Um, the $50 ones were okay. Obviously, the 100 ones, use your better use your better judgment because just because it's $100 doesn't mean it's the best condition you can find. Um, these EX cards are really, really hard to get in a good condition. Um, so maybe you do just go the uh, 
CGC 8.5 crack grade PSA 7, PSA 8. Who knows? Uh, this next one we're going to talk about, Swolpert, uh, Mega Swampert EX uh, number 87. This is an XY promo. This one goes for about 30, 60 bu- 30 to 60 bucks, and to find him in a near-man condition is rough. There's not very many listings of him. You'll see um, he came out in a collection box, so he has a jumbo card and then his regular size promo card like this. Um, so you'll see the jumbo card listed too, but uh, yeah, you don't find this guy in, in very good condition, which is odd. Like, you don't find him in near-man condition, which is pretty odd. Maybe he was very, he was very playable. Um, I don't play the, the Pokemon TCG like that, so... I think I, all I saw in terms of PSA were a PSA like six, seven, and eight, and they were going for sixty, seventy, eighty dollars. Which a PSA eight for eighty dollars? I'll take that. Swampert. Um, and the next one up is Swampert EX. This one it, uh, EX ninety five out of ninety five. Um, this is from EX Team Magma and Aqua. Uh, this one's fifty to one hundred bucks. Again, I think this is an awesome card. One of the reasons why is because in this card, he's a ground type. So I don't know if you guys are watching the video format, but in the first two, uh, Swampert, he's water. Uh, the Swampert EX from Crystal Guardians is a water type. But this Swampert EX from uh, EX Team Magma and Aqua is a ground type. So super dope. It has the EX borders with the e-reader style uh, format. Um, so I think it, that adds to a little uh, niche collecting. Um, super dope. 50 to 100 bucks. Again, I think you... Uh, I think maybe you you go with a graded slab already, and then you you send to get regraded if you are um, if that's up your alley. But again, if it's already in a slab, I mean that's great. So next up, let's talk about these guys. These ones are less. These ones fit the Devon the Devon course segment a little better because these ones aren't going to break the bank. Um, but there is. Uh, I don't know how to say this. There's variations, and, there, and the ones that we're going to talk about are kind of are kind of limited um, in terms of listings at what I could find. So let's get into it. Swampert 9 out of 106 Great Encounters. That is um, this guy here. So I don't know if you guys can see my mouse, but if you guys are watching the video, uh, that's Swampert with the level 53. Um, anyways, that is from Great Encounters. This guy is going for 20 to 40 bucks. I think... Great Encounters, that's Diamond and Pearl era. I think Diamond and Pearl era is super slept on in terms of like Pokemon cards. I don't think a lot of people were were um, collecting that stuff. And then a lot of the sealed like Diamond and Pearl boxes you see are kind of like beat up. So I don't think a lot of people took care of their Diamond and Pearl um, Pokemon cards. So to get this for twenty to forty bucks, what I'm trying to say is that you you will only, normally you'll find this card in a Reverse Hollow. I don't think it does a card justice in a Reverse Hollow. I don't think it looks that great. And it looks a lot better in a Hollow. Um, but to find a hollow that's in in good condition, um, just use your better judgment. Twenty to forty bucks. Make sure you like Swampert um, because I don't think this is one that is going to like be a like a like you're not gonna be able to sell this for crazy money down the line. This is gonna be something that you're gonna keep in your personal collection for sure. Um, this next one up, I think, is a little bit different. Swampert uh, thirty six out of one sixty from Primal Clash. This one's about ten bucks. But I, the reason why I say I think this is a little bit different is because I feel like these um these like hollows that they did like the full art hollow with like the yellow borders um kind of look like secret uh, secret rare collector not collectors secret rare character cards um from the cosmic eclipse set these full art hollows I think are slept on I think a lot of people um, underappreciate them 
Uh, I think they're super sick artwork for the Pokemon that they chose. Um, but I think if you're interested in these cards, a good option is to go with a Japanese route just because I think the silver borders look way better than the yellow. If you guys are watching the video format, this one makes sense. Um, but for 10 bucks, if you guys like Swampert, I think this is a great card to have in your collection. I think these hollows are very reminiscent of those character rares. Um, and I said, it be- I said it before, before the character rares even popped off. I was like, hey, man, start, start picking up these uh, character rares. And then, you know, then they started doing really well. So, I don't know. Heed my warning. I think these hollows are super underappreciated. And I think, uh, I think they'll do well once they're graded, even if you do have to keep them in your collection forever. This last one we're going to talk about is Swampert 5 out of 17, Pop Series 1. Uh, this one's about 10 to 30 bucks. Um, not my favorite artwork. He looks kind of odd. He looks... I don't know what that artwork is. Um, but Pop Series is sick. This is Pop Series 1, and I, you could find it for like 10 to 30 bucks. So we're talking to Pop Series 1, 10 to 30 bucks. Swampert, if you like him, go grab it. Um, here is the breakdown of Devoncore. Yep, that's the Swampert Devoncore segment. I was actually pretty surprised. Pretty surprised with these first three uh, Swampert cards in terms of their uh, already graded slabs and then raws. Um, there is money to be made there if you have the money and if you're not, if you're not, if you're willing to wait on this for a little bit or if you're willing to buy raw and then wait for PSA to come back with some more services and then grade at like a different service level. I could see you winning there. And then uh, obviously the last three that we talked about. I would say, hey, use your better judgment and pick out the best ones that you can find if you like them. All right, let's get into Gengar's Grabs. All right, Gengar's Grabs, here we go. Tying for fifth place this week. Um, I'm so sorry. Like I said, I don't know much about Digimon. These can be crazy rare. I have no idea. Um, I just go off of what I like, and I know that I like some of my Digimon cards in Japanese, and here is Tool to Collect with the Japanese War Greymon Hollow. Um, that looks sick. I like it. That's going on the watch list for sure. Um, as well as the Metal Guru Mon that went on there too. And then we also have JT coming in. I have no idea what this card is. It looks like an Imperial Dramon. I have no idea what it is, where it comes from. I just know it looks sick. If you guys are watching the video format, it's like a black, I don't know, ghost rare looking Digimon card. It's, it's crazy out of this world looking. Um, I think it's super cool. Um, that's number five. Number four, Gengar's Grabs. Pomainville 95, killing it again, making Gengar's Grabs, securing a spot. He picked up this Japanese um, Neo Aerodactyl, Fossil Aerodactyl, Japanese Neo Ampharos, uh, English graded Ampharos, and a PSA 8. And a CGC 8 Dark Gyarados from Team Rocket. So, sick. All these pickups are dope. I think he said he secured the um, these three Japanese cards, the Ampharos and the two Aerodactyls, for 30 bucks. And I think he said he secured that um, Dark Gyarados CGC 8 for, I think, 30 or 40 bucks. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Um, but what I thought was dope is that he dropped a little he dropped a little knowledge in there and was like, hey, uh, this Aerodactyl from, uh, from Neo... In the American version, he's not a hollow, but in Japanese, he is. So, hey, that's pretty cool. You went and did your research. You went and grabbed what you wanted. I think this is a sick Aerodactyl card. Um, the fossil one, obviously, is dope. And then the Ampharos is sick. Let's get on to the next one. Good job, man. Mega Man. Mega Man X. Here we go. Looks like he picked up a Charizard. 
I don't know. Is that Charizard? I don't know. GX. I don't know. Is that a GX? Can't tell. Can't see. Um, but it looks like a Charizard card. He's got a first. This one. This one really caught my eye. He's got a first edition. I mean, it's beat. It's beat. <laughs> it's not in good condition, but it's it's. I I think it's tight. A first edition. Um, Blue Eyes Toon Dragon. Super sick. Um, that's from Magic Ruler or Spell Ruler, right? Am I right? I think I'm I think I think that's right. And then he also has a blue eyes white dragon. Um This is I don't know if that's starter deck. I don't know if that's starter deck or not. But either way, blue eyes white dragon with the OG artwork, that's tight. Um and then this next one up, he has he said this this was his first graded card, his first slab. A 2002 Pokemon Expedition Tyranitar, PSA 9. Dope. E-reader style, Expedition. We've talked about it before here on the podcast. It's got to make the Poketower top five. Um, super dope. Congratulations on your first slab, man. Um, I'm I'm jealous of your first edition, uh, Blue Eyes Toon Dragon. I think that's tight. Honestly, I enjoy my Yu-Gi-Oh cards a little bit beat up, like, P- like PSA 4, 5. Only because it lets you know, like, if they're older cards, if they're older first edition cards, only because it lets you know that, hey, this was in the hands of somebody who was, you know, playing with it or, you know, showing all their friends or whatever. And it just brings, like, a story to it. And I like my cards that have a story. All right. Good job, man. Mega Man X. Awesome, dude. Congrats. Next up, we got Pomaine Meats. This was awesome. This was awesome. So he looks like he picks up a CGC 8.5 Blaine's Moltres, a Japanese one. And he also picked up a Japanese... Blaine's Charizard in a PSA 7, it looks like. Super sick, but he said that he won. This is what this what this what got him the spot. He said he won one of these EX Ruby and Sapphire. I believe there's some other language. I don't I don't think they're English. Um but he said he won them for like 13 bucks. That's cool. We literally just covered these um in the in the in the last episode. Like what? And then you go and grab them on the Gengar's Grabs. Like, super sick. We cover some of these packs. I know they're expensive, so. But for 13 bucks, and you got this, like, that's got to go on the Gengar's Grabs. 13 bucks. I know it's not English, but I think that's super sick. Making number one. Had to make number one. This was, this is so sick. That guy, CT, coming in with three, three collector rares. He's got a collector rare from Ink. Ancient Oranges, Ancient Guardians, Yu-Gi-Oh! Ancient Guardians. I don't know which one that is. Um, he's got the Chaos Valkyrie from Toon Chaos. And he's got Usartic Serpent Knight. Usartic um, Serpentine um, from, I believe that's Ancient Oranges or Ancient Guardians too. Um, all these are pretty cheap cards. Um, but that doesn't matter. What matters is is that it's a collector rare, and the collector rare was designed to be the hit for the sets. So no matter if they're twenty, thirty, forty, a hundred dollars, one hundred fifty dollars, if it if it is the collector rare, it doesn't matter. These were designed to be the hit of the set. Go out and buy three. I know you sniped these for good prices. I know I know you didn't get you know no one no one got over on you. I know you got these for good prices and to snipe three of them and have them in your collection. That's awesome. I've talked about them forever forever here on the uh, Poketaro Top 5, and now we have someone finally coming through and posting them in the Gengar's Grab. So this is awesome. I'm glad someone has finally seen the Collector Rares, got them in their hand, and been like, whoa, these are a whole lot different than what I thought they were. These look awesome. 
like pictures just don't do these things justice that guy you took some pretty good pictures of these uh collector rares awesome mlc pose as well just primo um but there it is gengar's grabs that guy taking the top spot um i think he said he didn't have all of his cards come in so he had some more so uh get those in for next week i'm excited to see what you got all right getting on is digimon digimon all right guys here we go digimon um let's get into the news official digimon store tournaments let's see this let's see if this pulls up oh yeah that pulled up all right let me get my obs up obs where is my okay so official digimon card game store tournaments come join our official store tournaments with new tournament packs Oh, new tournament packs. That's cool. Uh, so I read up. I read a little bit on this. Um, I know we have some people who actually compete in the Digimon uh, card game. So if you guys know more about these packs, I know they have the full like breakdown right here. So obviously we'll go through it. Um, but if you guys have like more information on these packs or uh, any information at all that you guys would like to share with the Discord, I'm sure we'd all love to hear it uh, from a Digimon, like an actual player standpoint. Um, there is some stuff that I'm excited to hear about, so let's get into it. Let's see. We got uh, stores have flex- flexible scheduled events of their own format, whatever. Uh, stores have a flexible... Okay, whatever. Okay. Yeah, okay. Mid-October to January, uh, participation, official official tournament pack, volume three. Um, so it looks like we have Ty, Agumon, a Greymon, Metal Greymon. We have Matt, Gabumon. Guruman and a Metal Guruman. Um, we got Mimi. Um, I forgot that that thing's name. The one that turns into Lilymon. Izzy. Sick. Okay, so we get, it looks like we got all the original OG people along with their uh, Digimon and all their Digi Evolutions. And then we have a four card per pack. 32 kinds in total. Each pack has eight possible combinations. So here's a winner pack. So the winner pack, one card per pack, four kinds in total. These cards are Sirenmon. Is that Guardmon? Guardmon, XVmon, and Stingmon. So the Stingmon I'm pretty excited about. I'm pretty excited about that Stingmon. The XVmon's kind of cool too. Um, the other two I don't know anything about, so I'm not excited for them. Guideline for distributing prizes. We recommend stores to distribute the prizes while they are unable to run events. Okay. So each kit also includes winner prizes. We recommend that we recommend the store either use this prize as a random lucky prize for a player that purchases the amount of product that is equivalent to the cost of tournament entry. Um, all right. Anyways, that's it for the uh, Digimon news. We got tournament packs coming out. Um, if any of our Digimon players know more about this stuff, uh, let us know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure these things are going to debut at some pretty crazy prices. Um, it looks it looks exclusive to me. Uh, one card per pack, four kinds in total. So you have a 25% chance of getting a Stingmon. So, and he's probably one of the cooler ones in, in XBmon, so... I'm sure they'll be pricey. Um, and then you have all these OG characters. So I'm seeing Metal Greymon. I think Metal Greymon's going to do well. Um, 
even Lily Mon does well for whatever reason. <laughs> and then Angel Woman might might do well. But uh all right guys, that's Digimon news. Where did my OBS just go? There it is. All right. There's the Digimon news. Let me get back to presenter. Uh there's the presenter. Let's see what we got. Let's get into High Cell of the Week. That's not the High Cell. What the heck? There it is. High Cell of the Week. Yep. He's back again, guys. Um, Seeing what I think is another all-time low uh, for this guy. We have Digimon TCG 2020 BT6 Double Diamond Omnimon Ghost Rare PSA 9. Uh, There's one bid on this thing for $750. There wasn't very many uh, High Cell of the Weeks. The High Cell of the Weeks were these raw... um, uh, Ghost Rare Omnimons from Double Diamond, um, Patriot Mon. But uh, the other ones that I saw were selling for like five fifty with a with the best offer accepted, or like six fifty with the best offer accepted. And then we have this PSA nine for seven fifty with one bid. Like, I don't know how real this this auction really is, but seven seven fifty for a PSA nine. Yeah, this guy's going down. Um, I'm pretty stoked about it. Uh, maybe I'll just go. Maybe I'll just go and buy one finally, uh, so I can complete my trade with uh, Gengar Greasy. Uh, but yeah, there's the Digimon High Sale of the Week. Gengar Greasy called it. I thought similar things about the guy. We saw the downward trend. We talked about it. We compared, you know, his pull rates with other ones. We got a pretty good breakdown on this guy, and I think we dialed it in. So uh, I'm pretty excited to see that this is the highest sale of the week, um, just because it helps prove our point that much further. All right, guys. Let's get into Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Super. So Dragon Ball Super, dude, this looks sick. This Dragon Ball Super set, okay. So I said Dragon Ball Super let me down like the past couple sets. So we had Saiyan Showdown, trash. You know, except for the secret rares, but obviously you can't pull them, buy them. Um, And then we have uh, Supreme Rivalry, Supreme Rivalry, trash. Um... What else? Uh, Cross Spirits, trash, except for the, the Goku Frieza card. Um, but anyways, those sets I just didn't like. I really like the uh, special anniversary box that they came out with this year, too. Um, we talked about that. But let's get into Realm of the Gods. This is the newest set from Dragon Ball. Here it is coming from Bleeding Cool. Um, this is one of our favorite sites to get Dragon Ball news from. Let me pop OBS back up so I can see what I'm seeing. Here we go. Bandai has announced the next official Dragon Ball Super Card game set titled Realm of the Gods. This expansion will be the seventh under the Unison Unison Warrior series banner. Uh, It is scheduled for release in March 2022 and contains a new mechanic and a card even higher in rarity than Secret Rare. Oh, even higher rarity than Secret Rare. Yes. So I believe they call it a God Rare, Um, but let's see what they say. Um, the full title is Unison Warrior Series Boost, Realm of Gods. Card count is 292 cards in total, um, including parallel foils. Uh, set focus. As per the title, you can expect Realm of Gods um, to focus on deities of the DB universe. Confirmed characters include Goku, Champa, Beerus, Goku Black, Zamasu, Trunks, Vegeta, Whis, uh, Grand Priest, Va- Vados, 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 Vados. I can't remember her name. All angels from uh, various universes. Golden Frieza, Android 17, and destroyers from other universes. Uh, Mai or May, Super Shenron, and more. All right, cool. Character slash form debut. Trunks will appear for the very first time in Super Saiyan God form. This will be, this will be specifically 
This will specifically be Trunks Zeno. SSG Trunks Zeno will be a leader in this set. Okay. Uh, new form of secret rare. There will be three standard secret rares. There are already these are already difficult to pull with with the current rate. Um, thought to be two secret rares per case. So that's what that's what we um, first discussed when we started covering Dragon Ball. That you can pull up to like two secret rares, which is majority of the secret rares you're gonna get because most sets either have two to three um, per case of Dragon Ball. So you can basically match a set your your Dragon Ball um, super with just a case. Um, the new level of rarity will be called God Rare. It will be an alternate art version of one of the secret rares. Super rares and special rares will be fewer. Will be fewer. In the set and more SPRs. Okay, wait. There will be fewer SRs in the set and more SPRs. Okay, so that's cool. So SRs are cool, but SPRs are definitely a lot better. Um, I don't know what it does in terms of uh, the rarity. If they're going to be putting more SPRs, maybe there's just more chance to get an SPR now, uh, which is dope. Or maybe you'll just get more in a box. Um, Bandai spoke on the reasoning behind reducing um, the number of SRs. Uh, I think it had something to do with the their meta players trying to build decks. Um, I think also something to do with uh, they wanted to increase the number of SPRs to allow for like a wire, wider variety of like artwork or something like that. Um, so, anyways, that's the Dragon Ball Super um, newest set. We got Realm Realm of the Gods. Um, that does it though for Dragon Ball news. Let me just get back into presenter mode. And let's get back over to the slides. All right, guys. High sell of the week. Blah, 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 blah. High sell of the week goes to uh, DBZ, Dragon Ball Z, Super Saiyan 3, SS3, Goku, 152, UR, Ultra Rare, Score, CCG, PSA 9, Mint. Jeez, that is a crazy listing name. Um, we talked about this card, and we've talked about scorecards before. Um, I think... Uh, we just we covered this just a uh, maybe episode fifty something fifty I don't know fifty five something something like that it's in the fifties that we covered this uh, Dragon Ball um, series of cards this is one of the better ones obviously uh, they were asking four thousand they got two thousand four hundred um, and this is a PSA nine guys this is a PSA nine um, but it's an iconic card SS three Goku um, and we 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 talked about it before if you're if you're gonna go into, into Dragon Ball, um, we've seen that the the modern stuff is sitting at a a pretty normal price. You see like two thousand, you know, you see like uh, five thousand here and there. Um, you see like a very steady price for all, all the cards in modern, and they're not really you know trending up and down too much. Um, but this guy here, this is something that you're not. I understand that the modern stuff you're not going to be able to get, but this is something that came. It was a prequel to all that stuff. Um, so I think if you want to be deep in a, in a Dragon Ball, you go this route right here. And this guy scored one for 2400 bucks, and we're talking to PSA 9. So maybe go look at some Raws, get them for a good price, and try to get yourself a 9 or an 8 and be the guy who has this card. Because, I mean, I think this is one of the most iconic cards um, from Dragon Ball. So here we go. Where did my presenter mode go again? I'm having a really bad time with all my windows, guys. All right, here we go. Let's get into... Wait, was that it? Was that it for Dragon Ball? That's it for Dragon Ball, guys. All right, let's get into uh, Heart of the Cards. Yu-Gi-Oh! All right, guys. Hi, Sylvie. Here's the 2002 Yu-Gi-Oh! promo. Blue Eyes, White Dragon. Uh, 
Dark Duel Stories, um, number 001, PSA 10. This sold for $19,192 plus $564 shipping. Um, this is crazy. I don't know much about Dark Duel Stories. Um, this has piqued my interest a lot. This is, this is I believe, pretty close to like a, um, a starter deck starter deck price point if i'm not mistaken um i can't remember the last time we we saw a psa 10 starter deck uh, blue eyes get sold but 19,000 seems pretty steep um i don't know where this dark duel this dark duel stories comes from um it's obviously a 2002 promo uh what does this do for blue eyes i don't think this does anything for anyone's blue eyes because this is obviously one that is extremely exclusive and is something that not a lot of people know about i felt i felt like i knew a lot of the blue eyes cards, but this is one that I just did not know about. So again, I will be looking this up and hopefully I will have more information on coming, uh, heart of the cards episodes, but dark duel stories. If you guys have them, obviously this is a banger. Um, but 19,000 bucks, man, that's sick. All right, let's get into the topic for heart of the cards. So here we go. I think you guys are going to enjoy this quite a bit. So if you guys are into Yu-Gi-Oh, I feel like this is going to be, um, some really, good information so here we go let's let's talk about starlights so we've talked about starlights before but we're gonna do a little breakdown kind of like we did for um ghost rare omnimon because like i said if if ghost rare omnimon really is that hard to pull um or he is you know supposed to be like a starlight or or you know a ghost rare i i wanted to do the same type of comparison to see like how how do these how do the most expensive starlights you know compare to each other so let's just go down the list with the most expensive starlight, which is Apollo. U- Apollo I'm just going to say Apollo USA, Bow of the Goddess. Um, there was nine listed, and nine there was nine listed and sold. The la- the the highest sold one was a thousand one hundred twenty five dollars. The highest listed one right now, four thousand seven hundred ninety nine dollars. Okay, so that's pretty good. Um, I mean, it's a good starting point, I guess. That is that is that is the starlight to have, um, according to TCG, TCG player going down the line. Um, that is like the most expensive starlight to have. Uh, next up is IP Mascarena, Mascarena, um, eight listed and sold. Um, the the highest sold one was a thousand one hundred ninety nine dollars. The highest listing right now is a thousand six hundred. The next one is uh, Win the Win the Wind Charmer Verdant, uh, five listed and sold. Um, the highest sold one was eighteen hundred dollars. The highest listed one is fifteen hundred dollars. And the last one up here is Dogmatica. It, it, I don't know how to say that. Dogmatica Ecclesia, Ecclesius the Virtuous. I don't know. Um, Fifteen listed and sold. Um, the highest sold one was two thousand four hundred ninety nine. Highest listing, $1,199. So let's get through these. Um, so we have the first one up, Apollo USA, Bow of the Goddess. So nine listed. So it looks like these are pretty similar numbers, pretty similar similar numbers and pull rates um, across the board. So here we have um, Apollo, uh, the Apollo USA, Bow of the Goddess, which had nine, nine listed and sold. And then we have the IP uh, Mascarina, Eight listed and sold, so very similar numbers. And then the win the wind charmer, we have five listed and sold. 
So out of all those, the only one that that's that stood out was the dogmatica Ecclesius the Ecclesius the Vir, the virtuous a virtuous. I don't know how to say that, man. That is just a tongue tire. Yu-Gi-Oh is really good at that. <laughs> but anyways, uh the Dogmatica Starlight Rare. That one is from um Rise of the Duelist. I think it's ROTD. Rise of the Duelist, and there's 15 listed and sold. So they all to me, they the reason why this is such good information is because it goes to show that rarity in Yu-Gi-Oh, in Yu-Gi-Oh, rarities, how do I put this? Rarities are pretty baseline across Yu-Gi-Oh products. Um, I would say. It seems that way, right? After comparing all these numbers, we have nine listed and sold. And this is just through the eBay um, uh, search engine. This is just through eBay. I know there's more on other sites. Mercari, um, TCG Player, Troll and Toad. I understand. But very similar numbers throughout all of eBay. So this just lets us know that, hey, there is when a card comes out that is, say, Dark Dragoon. um, Say a Red-Eyes Dark Dragoon Starlight Rare. When that comes out. And and people are debuting it at a thousand dollars at 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 fifteen hundred dollars. That's not outrageous because obviously these cards you're seeing you know the highest listing one these some of these are graded too. So the ones that are in the in the four thousand the like four thousand seven hundred ninety nine dollars for the uh, Apollo USA that's a that's a PSA ten, um, but the IP Masquerana for sixteen hundred dollars and the Win the Wind Charmer for $1,500. They're all very similar. And these are cards that have been out for a long time. And I understand with time, these cards are going to uh, get more expensive because you can't just get them on the shelves. And the Starlights that are out right now are going to be the most cheap. So that's why I'm saying that. When when you're seeing that, like, oh, that's $1,500. Yes, wait for that price point to break for your Starlights. Like, if you're looking at expensive Starlights, um, like me, like, expensive Starlights interest me. Uh, for some reason, all the Starlights monsters that I like just tend to be expensive. Um, but wait for that drop, right? Cause there's going to be an initial drop, but then don't, don't wait too long because these cards go right back up and it's showing it throughout all these cards that they go right back up. And then it's also showing that there's not very many of them once they're out there, once they're out there, there's not very many. We're talking at max. We got 15. That's, that's the most listed out of all these starlights is there's 15 listed and sold. So that doesn't even that doesn't even mean that there's there's 15 available. So again, I think Starlight rares are even even the ones that are cheap, I think are worth buying and are worth picking up only because of comparing when you when you do the numbers and you compare all and you compare the numbers and you, and you look at them like this and in a very like simple fashion, you're like, oh wow. There is a very baseline pull rate for Starlight Rares. Oh, wow. They do kind of baseline out at a certain price. Oh, wow. All these things. So and I'm not going to say that every Starlight Rare is going to meet a $1,500 price point. But what I'm saying is that the Starlight Rarity grants itself that $1,500 that $1,500 price point. So all these other Starlight Rares that you're seeing for for less than $500, you're, you're still making a good good amount of money 
Like, if, if you were someone who had to turn and burn cards, Starlights, I would say, are, is very tough to do because you got to know your monsters. You got to know your, your, you got to know your fan favorites. You know what I mean? You got to know, uh, you got to know your meta. Some people just want, some Starlights are just expensive because people want them because they want to deck out their, uh, their decks so they can look cool. But here we go. Let's get into the, uh, the breakdown of everything. Here's the breakdown. There is, um, all the numbers that I that I got from going through the eBay in, the search engine. Over to the right are just some of my other favorite Starlight Rares um, that I've always been interested in. The number 39 Japanese uh, Utopia thing is super sick. Stardust Dragon Starlight Rare. We talked about it before. Gaia the Magical Knight. Gaia the Magical Knight of Dragons. Um, that one's tight. And then Black Rose Dragon. I think that's sick. The white and the red. I think it all pops with the Starlight. Super sick. I say, hey, if you guys are interested in Starlights, make sure you guys are doing your due diligence and you guys are getting the cheaper ones and then you're filling in the rest later on down the line because, like I said, these things obviously can find their way up to $1,500 after a while. And don't be the guy that's like, man, I wish I would have got that when it was 500 or I could have OBO'd someone for 250 or I could have picked up that really cheap one for 100 bucks back in the day, but I just didn't. And instead, I went and bought $100 worth of, uh, I don't know, Fusion Strike. <laughs> one booster box of Fusion Strike. All right. You can do one box of you can do one box of uh Pokemon Fusion Strike or you can get, you know, a a one and two case pool, you know. There's that. So let's get into uh I hope you guys enjoy the heart of the cards. That's it for Yu-Gi-Oh. Let's get into TCG Battle Royale. So TCG Battle Royale is where we pit all the uh TCGs against each other and we talk about um how they interest us and what to look forward to. Um, so let's get into it. At number four, always Pokemon Fusion Strike. Pokemon is just in a really bad place in terms of their product. Um, the pull rates are really bad. Not really bad. I mean, it's good that they made the pull rates harder, but it's bad that they filled the set with crappy cards. Like you get you get two, maybe just one like card that you really want. Say it's not even a popular card. Say it's like a... I don't know. Just, just let's just say it's a Mega Swampert. It's not a fan favorite, but it's just a card that you like. But it it comes in an alternate art. You can't you can't get you can't pull them from a box. So that that gets rid of the fun right there. That gets rid of the the, the sipping and ripping potential, because every other card that you're going to pull is going to be a, a Meowth or a, a Farfetch, you know, V Max or a you know an alternate art, you know, Sudowoodo or like you know something like that, like. What? Nobody, nobody wants that. So that's why it's taken last place. Um, Fusion Strike, all you got in there is just the Gengar VMAX. That's honestly my favorite card in that. I know there's a Celebi. I know there's a Mew, but they just don't really call out to me that much. Uh, number three, Dragon Ball Super Saiyan, Sh- Super, Dragon Ball Super Saiyan Showdown. Um, this one, <laughs> terrible set too. Um, the Secret Rares are awesome. The Vermilion, uh, is it called the Vermilion Sands? Is it called the Vermilion Sands? That Secret Rare is pretty cool. It's all right. I like the one with the uh, the evil sands on it more. Um, and then there's another one, I think, with Ke- Kefla on it. Um, yeah, it's just not that great to say. Even the Secret Rares themselves aren't even that great. Um, I just don't think it, it was... It, it could have been the best set. It had, it had so much potential. Um, they're coming out with that Realm of the Gods. We covered that earlier in the podcast, so... Hopefully that can put Dragon Ball in a better spot, but as of right now, they're taking number three. Number two is Digimon Double Diamond. Um, 
only because it's been out for a little bit now, and also it seems that Omnimon is going down in price, and it, and uh, that means that everyone is opening this stuff up, which is great, um, but that also means that this stuff is starting to get old and it's starting to get played out, um, but this is also a really good time to go and get yourself a Ghost Rare Omnimon if you really enjoy Omnimon. I'm probably going to have to do that to finish up my trade. Um, and it's also a good time to go and get some of those uh, other alternate arts or... Um, box toppers that you don't have just because since there's a lot of product and a lot of people are opening up for that Omnimon, you can go secure some of this underappreciated cards. So I think that's a good reason why it makes number two and it has a great sip and, sip and rip potential because you get the box topper, you get the little pack with the uh, textured card in it, um, and then you get... What do you, what do you get? You get one secret and one alternate per, per box, some, something like that. Something like that. Um, so it's pretty cool. And most of the cards in the set are awesome. The texture on the new Digimon cards is sick. So uh, Digimon Double Dime taking number two. But number one is uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Brothers of Legend. Uh, this set I think is just awesome. I finally got to open up a few packs. I got to open up like six packs um, on Saturday. I went to a Target, found some. Got six packs. Um, I didn't pull anything great. I think I pulled uh, an Ultra Rare. I think I pulled one ultra... No, they're all like ultra rares. What did I pull then? No, I don't think I pulled anything great. But that's what I'm saying. I felt great, though. <laughs> I felt great when I was going through it. I was like, oh, man, look at this ultra rare. Oh, look at this secret rare. And then you got the Kribos in there, so it was a good nostalgic throwback. Um, then you always have the chance at uh, the Starlight Dark Dragoon. Um, and even Le- Leviathan Dragon is super sick. He's the other Starlight in the set. Um, and then just a, all the cards in the set just make you feel really good. So it's an awesome sip and rip. Yu-Gi-Oh! is super cheap. And like I said, I found it, in a, I found it at Target. You know, I, and there's still a bunch of packs left. Um, but yeah, I found, I found it in Target. I think uh, a lot of people are timid when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, and that's why you can find it for so cheap. And you can usually find it retail. And that's why I think it makes such a great uh, number one champ or contestant or participant in this tcg battle royale um just because it's fun it's cheap uh it's rewarding it feels good um and i honestly just really love Yu-Gi-Oh. and i don't think i don't think gengar greasy would uh would disagree with me so here we go let's get into the end of the segment thank you guys for watching um this one has been a little bit longer than i thought it's an hour and 14 minutes but that's all right um i hope you guys enjoyed if you guys did please remember to click the description down below in the um Please click the please please click the link in the description down below. Jeez, I am tired. Um, and go to the go to the anchor app where you can you'll find a tab where you can go to support us. Uh, if you would like, you can make a small donation of ninety nine cents, dollar ninety nine, four ninety nine, whatever it is. Um, anything that you want to donate will definitely help out here at the Poke Tire Podcast. It's literally only used to give back to you guys. It's so that we we can keep buying products so we can do. Um, entertaining stuff like box breaks um so that way we can get new materials so that way we can keep upping the uh, poke tower so it gets better and better uh aesthetically um or even just equipment wise like we bought our stream deck with that stuff with uh, the donations so all the uh the live video that we did all the samples are used to that stream deck so denny has a stream deck i don't so that's why there's no samples so again that's where all the money goes guys um it's not going to our pockets but again it's only there if you want to, and your listens are all we need. We really appreciate you guys sticking it out. So if you made it to the end of the episode, thank you so much again for you guys to continue listening. We appreciate every single one of you guys. Um, we know these these 
these time this time of year can be hard um, for a lot of people, and um, a lot of us can feel alone or feel like we're we're you know we don't have any friends. But hey, if you made it this far and this is your first episode and you haven't joined the Poke Tower Podcast Discord, come join, come hang out in the chat, turn on your video. You don't have to turn on your video. Just come and talk with the guys. Um, throw it out there in the general. Hey, what's up, everyone? Just here to to hang out for the holidays. Whatever it is, come through. Don't be alone. Um, we don't need that. We're here to spread the holiday cheer. So thank you guys. We're on the road to 13K streams. Um, so super stoked. You guys have been doing awesome keeping up with the support on with me just soloing the podcast. So again, I can't thank you guys enough. Um, what am I? What am I missing? Am I missing anything here? I don't think I got anything else, guys. I think that's it. Um, until next week. Yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe we'll do some stuff. So, hey, maybe we'll do some stuff in the Discord. Uh, maybe I'll hop on there and, and try to open up some product. Um, just say what's up to you guys. Uh, I don't want to take too much time from everybody. But, hey, if you guys want to join in on the Discord, maybe I might be there. Maybe I might not. But, again, if you guys don't join the Discord, you guys won't know. So, if you guys want to catch me doing some uh, box openings... Come join the Discord or just come to jo- come join to hang out. I really don't want anyone to be alone. Uh, I feel like we're all in this together. So come hang out. We got an awesome community. I'm not lying about it. Until the- until next week, guys. This has been episode 63. I'll see you on episode 64 later. <laughs>